Hello, this is Course Reviews Online, so let's review somebody today. Course Reviews Online, we give you honest opinions so you can make better informed decisions for your business. Stay tuned for reviews, discussion, question, guidance, and inspiration. And now your host, known as The Simplifier, Adam Ali. Welcome, welcome. Another edition, another episode of Coast Reviews Online. Today, it's a bit of an interview type review. And uh, I'm not going to give too much away here, but um, today I'm interviewing a guy called um, Bo Crayhill. And what he does is he's actually an Amazon seller. Uh, he's only 19 years old. He's a two comma club member. And somebody has actually done something a bit naughty with his, with his course. And uh, I just, I will let Bo explain it all himself. I interviewed him, so listen, it's about a 20 minute interview. Uh, I hope the sound quality is pretty good. Um, I've kept it authentic, so I'll leave you to it. You listen to it and you make up your own mind. Thank you. Hello. 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 Can you hear me? Yeah. How are you doing? How are you doing? Pretty good. How about you? I'm all right. Were you waiting for me or was I waiting for you? Um, I actually, it was pretty good timing, so I just uh, got done, reposted the video because originally I had to take down the video I made of the guy. So yeah. No problem. Can you see me okay? Yeah. See you perfectly. Okay. Um, just so people are going to come to this interview. What it is, is this interview, do you want to first introduce yourself? Just a quick minute yeah. to about yourself, background. Yeah, so I'm 19 years old and I sell on Amazon. I've been selling in e-commerce for a very long time. My father basically taught me how to list products on eBay when I was very, very young, like nine, 10 years old. So I basically been selling online for a long time and then this year, in August of 2017, August 23rd to be exact, I came out with a course on how to sell on Amazon, specifically how to sell name brand products on Amazon. And yeah, that's pretty much all I do, sell on Amazon, and I also coach people how to sell on Amazon. And how long have you been doing it for altogether, yourself, selling on Amazon? So the online, like the selling the course, I've been doing that for less than a year, almost eight months now. Selling online, technically you could say I started when I was nine, but I didn't really start until I was 12 years old, so really about seven years when I got started, and I've been taking it, I would say, seriously as an actual like business probably the past three and a half years. Okay, okay, and the reason I'm interviewing today is because um, you bought a course out last year and somebody has been um, up to no good. Do you want to explain what happened and who the person is? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. So what happened is I came out the course again August 23rd, 2017, but then I edited it and improved it and kind of revamped it in December of 2017. And then pretty much what happened recently in on April 20th and April 21st, there was this guy named Todd Snively who had a paid seminar where there was about 30 people, I don't know the exact numbers, and then people paid about $2,000, I believe it was 1999, don't know the exact numbers on that. And at the seminar, they decided, or Todd Snively decided to present my content, my exact course content, where he, he actually bought my course and he downloaded it, ripped off the audio, and put his audio onto it and presented it at the paid seminar. And my course has copyright laws and everything like that, but yeah, that's pretty much the situation. And Todd, how do you, how do you spell his name? Because the surname's a bit... Com yeah, yeah, Todd Snively, so it's T-O-D-D-S-N-I-V-E-L-Y. Okay, 
So what he's done is he's, he's, he's been a student of yours, took your course, ripped the stuff off, held a seminar about the same product selling on Amazon. Is that right? Yeah, well, I wouldn't say he was necessarily a student of mine because I didn't know he bought the course. Okay. Um, I didn't realize he bought it because he had his own Amazon program um, before this. So like he's been in the two comma club for quick funnels. He's very well known and he's, he's sold courses before. So I wouldn't really say he was a student, but he bought my course and the tensions to rip it off and use it at a paid seminar. Yeah. Right. Okay. So this is getting more interesting. So this guy is in the two comma club in click funnels. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what is he in the two comma club for? Because normally under the plaque, it says what you're there for. So is he there for like coaching, teaching, or is he there for selling e-commerce products? Uh, he's in the two comma club for his uh, informational product, so his course e comma lead. So, I'm sorry, how old are you again? I'm 19. Okay, I know. I'm just being honest here. I'm, everybody knows I'm brutally honest. So, and how old do you think he is, Todd Snightly? Um, I have no idea, but probably I would. Looking at him, I'm just taking a guess. Probably yeah. 40. I, I don't know the exact number. So this potential 40 year old who's in the two comma club, who's turned over a million dollars by coaching and teaching other people how to sell on Amazon probably as well? Yep, on Amazon. He's on been in the Two Comma Club for quite a while. Been in the Two Comma Club. He comes under the radar, buys a course from a 19-year-old, rips the yep. course off, you're telling me this, holds his own event. Do you know how many people were at the event? There was about 30. 30, okay. Do you know what? The, how much they paid for this event? Um, according to the witnesses, uh, they paid $1,999. Okay. Don't know the exact amount, but about 2000 2000 So 30 people, that's 60 grand. And he uses your content <laughs> content to fulfill the event. How long was the event for? Do you know? One day, a few days, or what? Um, it was a two-day event on April 20th and April 21st. And they didn't present all of my content. They just played a few bits and pieces. And according to some of the witnesses, that's when people, uh, they started clapping a bunch afterwards after they played my content. <laughs> right, okay. And right. And when did this event happen? Like, was it this, like, this month or last month or March of this year or when? Yeah, so as we're talking, it's April 28th right now. So eight days ago, April 20th and April 21st. Okay, so just last week. Yeah. And, and then you found out, that, did you know somebody who was actually on the um, event? Yeah, so this kind of gets good right here. So the odds of him getting caught for this is probably as much as winning the lottery. So what happened is, right, they only had 30 people at their event about. And I had a student who actually lives in Europe. I don't know the exact country. I think it might have been Norway, but she lives in Europe. But her daughter goes to school in Southern California. So they were here because it's the end of the year and they're basically getting her daughter out of school because it's whatever the end of her freshman year or it might be her sophomore year, I don't know. And she's also, she's been a member of this Todd Snively guy for a little bit according to her. And so she went to the paid seminar, but then she's also been a member of my course. So she joined my course um, a few months ago. So she was, she went to the paid seminar and she saw my content being played. And she's like, I've seen that before. That's Bo's content. And she started telling a few people around there, but then she basically got shut up. And then she emailed me with a fake email after the event. Okay, I believe it was on April 23rd when she emailed me, so a couple of days after the event, with a fake email being anonymous and say, hey, do you have your course watermarked or anything like that? I was like, uh, no. I was like, well, there's this person who is who just used your content in an event. I was like, can you tell me the name? And then later I got her on the phone and it turns out she was a student of mine. I was like, holy crap. And she said, yeah, it was Todd Snively. I was like, and at that point, I just lost my crap. 
Um, and then she sent me the links to all of the content that was presented there. And 100%, they just didn't even edit any of the slides, just took off the audio and put it there. But yeah, that's pretty much happened. I had a mutual student that was there. <laughs> right, crazy. And yeah. like, so what did they do exactly? Just so it wasn't a few minutes, it was probably a fair, like, you know, obviously what didn't cover the whole event, your content, but what they downloaded the videos. And then you were saying to me that, because um, I read your post, they basically um, cut your voice off. Is that, is that what they did? Yeah, so I, I posted a YouTube video showing exactly of it. So pretty much like in the video, you can uh, you can see like my picture is still on the, like in, in the course content, but with his voice and my name still on the left where it says log in this bow, Crable. But yeah, literally just downloaded it um, and then ripped off my audio and put his audio on it. And like the script was pretty much the same exact thing, um, but didn't edit, edit any of the slides, didn't edit any of the video. Um, and literally you can still see my picture and my face and my name on it. So, so this guy, Todd, not only is he two comma club, is he yeah. trying to be like contender for more, the most, um, dumbest, um, um, rip off guy on the planet. Cause you would think if you, if you, if you're part of the two comma club, you've got money, you've got funds. You yeah. can easily yeah. like just well, you could like theoretically you could just model the content, take it yourself, yeah. model the content. No reason to download it. So it's really sounds like really stupidity or either a cost saving exercise where they just exactly rip your thing off and then use the same thing and take the voice off. It's just it's beyond belief. Yeah, it's a pretty lazy thing to do. I would say for sure. Yeah. And um, have you have you contacted him? Then what's happened now? Yeah. So I'll, I'm not. I'm not exactly sure what I can say about what we're going on with legal issues, so I'm going to try to limit what I'm saying there. But pretty much, yeah, we've been in contact, um, and I originally posted a video, which then they like want to get taken down. I talked to my lawyers, and then we put up a different video, which I guess is a little better. Um, but yeah, we, we've been in contact. And you posted this in ClickFunnels, and I've seen it was going haywire. The thread was like a lot of people jumping on. Is that still there? Or is that being taken off now? Yeah, ClickFunnels took that down. Right, okay. And how do you feel about this? Yeah, I mean, pretty much what I'm thinking, I mean, I feel very sorry for them. Because, I mean, he's probably got to feel, I don't know, scared right now. Um, but I'm just also just, like, confused. Like, I mean, yeah, I just, I'm just curious what he was thinking of why would you, I mean, you're already in two comic club. So, I mean, at this point, I mean, I know I have leverage on it and I'm going to try not to worry about it as much, but I just want to let people know is that like selling on Amazon is a real business. So I don't want to let people distract from there. Right. I mean, your website basically shows it perfectly. There's a lot of people making courses out there. A lot of people not necessarily doing the right thing, but that doesn't always mean that business model is bad, right? Someone could go create a really scammy Shopify or Facebook ads course, but it doesn't mean you can't make money with that. So that's kind of what I'm going about with it. And, um, Talking of Amazon, what do you think with Amazon? Like, how what's the what's the future of Amazon? Some people are concerned that the the business model is getting saturated. What's your take on that? Yeah. So the cool thing with my business model, it's so yeah, I would say Amazon is saturated because there's tons of people selling courses on it, but they're all teaching about private label, which is pretty much like creating up your own product, making your own brand. What I do is I just sell other brands such as like Apple, Dr. J Beats, Microsoft, Xbox consoles, uh, Hasbro, Mattel. So I like doing that business model because that's where most of the sales happen on Amazon. A lot less people are doing that. And the cool thing is brands like Hasbro come out with 
tons of different products every single year. I mean, Hasbro spent $267 million just on research and development last year. So I think with Amazon is you just gotta look at it as a long-term approach. Because a lot of people I think that are trying to get into private label, they're just expecting that it's just really easy, right? Yeah, Amazon makes it very easy. They take out the fulfillment, the shipping, the customer service. But at the end of the day, you still, like, there's some effort in the very beginning. So it's definitely a good business, I would say. I mean, I'm currently doing right now $75,000 per month in sales, which I'm not telling anybody you can go do that. But it's a business, if you look at a long-term approach, there's people out there making money. So, so is yours the retail arbitrage, online arbitrage? Uh, no, not necessarily. So, yeah, arbitrage is also a way of selling name brand products, but that's where you're buying from like the dollar store and Walmart. What I do is I buy from like distributors and suppliers and wholesalers that also sell to a bunch of big brand retailers. So let's say there is a distributor that buys directly from Hasbro. I'll go buy from that distributor and retail it on Amazon. Okay. I do some arbitrage myself. Yeah. Some of which I was in America. I know some people in America who do really well with arbitrage because it's a it's a big uh, big place. Um, it does okay for me in the in the in, in the UK. You can't make crazy figures like the kind of figures you're talking about, but you can make you can make a a good business out of it. And yeah, um, sure. So what what's your plan with yourself? You're just going to keep on doing what you're doing. Yeah. So I mean, I have a lot of big plans going forward. Um, I'm kind of getting partnered with a few. People that were going to try to basically scale this out bigger, but and also scaling my Amazon business at the same time. I'm kind of building up actually my uh, European account right now, so selling in the UK and other countries. So basically, just going to keep doing what I'm doing, keep selling on Amazon, keep improving my course, keep coaching people how to sell on Amazon, and yeah. And you know, if somebody new is going to start on this, doing what you're doing, would you say it's very difficult, or can anybody get into it? Yeah. So. I'd say the biggest factors when it comes down to selling on Amazon is definitely probably one capital and then also knowledge. I'm not saying any of this is like guarantee or anything like that, but typically, I mean, it does help to have more money to get started, right? Because you're buying products and reselling them, so it kind of takes money to make money. The business model that I do, it's not really, I would say, difficult in the aspect of like having skills with like marketing or anything like that because I don't market or advertise at all. But the biggest thing when it comes down to is like building relationships with other people, which um, if you're a good people person, it can definitely help in this business. But I mean, obviously at the end of the day, not every single person is gonna have success, but it's not a brain surgeon business. Like it's not rocket science, so. Okay. Because all I do is I buy low and sell higher. I buy one widget for five bucks and sell it for 10. So I think a lot of people can do that. Do you know what it is? I'm glad you've said that because people overly, overly complicate everything. It's ultimately yeah. about profit, selling at one price and buying at another price. Yeah. And, and coming back to this course concept thing, right? Um, this Todd guy, sorry. He, I presume he's got his own program as well. Have you seen that ever? Yeah, yeah. So he has a pretty decent program. I mean, that's how he got into the two comic. I'm not saying it's decent. I'm, I'm saying decent that he sold a lot of it. Um, but I'm also not going to say anything bad about it, whatever issues. But yeah, he has his own Amazon program as well. He's switched up his business models before. He used to do private label, the, the, like liquidation and stuff. But yeah, he has his own program. And what do you think of this problem? Because I know you haven't really done a lot of courses because you mentioned to me earlier. Because I, I, I review a lot of courses. People mm-hmm. actually approach me and say, here's my course, Adam. I want you to go through it and, give, and review it. Some people are, I'll, some like one of the students, some of the, like if one student asks, I'm not interested, but if I get an influx of students asking, 
or complaining about a particular person, I'll approach that person and say, I've had some that don't like to give names, I've had such and such and such, like I've had a few people of your students complaining, is there any chance I can review your course? Either A, um, and then sometimes people people will, will stop it. And I've actually seen a lot of courses now, a lot of courses. I spend my evenings going through courses and I'm getting bored of them, my attention span is getting less. But I seem to find, and it's a lot of the courses are based on other people's courses, a lot, because I, I can even sometimes tell that these three courses have stemmed from this particular course. And mm. it's like, almost like a lot of courses are, are based upon ESM, the private label ones, that's the truth of it, really, um, Amazon ESM. And some people say, oh, it's an over expensive course. My opinion of that is, that is still the daddy course. Like, you know what I mean? There's other good ones as well, but they are 100% legitimate. They've done the work. They can't guarantee you that you're going to be successful, but they give you as good as roadmap as any, I think. Yep. And yeah, a sure. lot of this, there's, there's probably about 100 courses that are just copied off ESM. But it's, yeah. it's something in the industries. What's your thoughts on this? Like, people people being, like, the middle person has not done the business. He's just bought a course. either hasn't succeeded. And then he's just basically saying, well, I'm just going to make my own course based upon that course and then just become a good marketer and just selling theory on. That, what do you think of that? Yeah. Yeah. So that is a really good point because I really do see that in the private label world where definitely like amazing seller. They um, started with it. And I know a lot of people like Tanner J. Fox, he came out with the course and you see a bunch of all these other people doing it. Uh, I'm definitely going to probably see that happen with my course. Um, but like just because I'm, I mean, there's not a, many people at all. Like I would say, there's one other company that's very similar that's similar to what I do, but it's still not the exact same. And I guess these, whatever Todd Snively guy, I guess their program similar to, but still different. So uh, the good thing with I have it's 100% different than all the private label stuff out there. Just because I mean I did private label a long, long time ago, but like I've made most of my money doing the business model I do. But yeah, I mean I just see a lot of people, especially younger people, I would say, they just think that they can just throw something up and that people will just go buy it. But they don't realize that like people understand they can go see through the uh, kind of in between the lines and see your experience. Because I'm very, very young. I get this all the time. But like I've been doing this for a long time now. After people hear me talk and like watch some of my YouTube videos, they can very understand like, okay, this guy knows what he's talking about. So yeah, I, mean, I do see it as a problem. People kind of just jump in and try to market how they want to. Because with all the private label courses, it's just the difference between all of them is just how they market it really. So. Mm. Okay, and a few, is there anything else you want to add? Because obviously there's people out there who are going to be potentially looking to work with Todd and so on and so forth. You probably don't want to say much, but is there anything else that you, that we've missed out in your... In your uh, yeah, so I pretty much just want to let people aware pretty much what the situation happens. Like, hey, I mean, this is pretty much what this Todd guy did and you can have your own opinion on it, but just want to let people aware that the situation has happened um, and just... Again, so I want to reiterate with people like Amazon is a real business. Don't let this distract you from people just trying to make a dollar by selling courses. Just understand that sometimes you don't even need to go buy a course, to be very honest. Like sometimes you can learn all of it on your own. So there's tons of information out there. Okay. Well, and I've always, always, I'm always intrigued by entrepreneurs. Can I ask you a couple of questions on entrepreneur level? How do you keep yourself motivated to, to continue with your work? Because as you know, you're an entrepreneur, I'm an entrepreneur, you'll understand what I'm saying. You have your um, troughs and your peaks, and on your on your tr on your peaks, you feel amazing. You feel like Iron Man, right? On your on your on your troughs, you think, "Oh my God, I've had enough of this. Uh, why the hell am I doing this?" 
How do you how do you pick yourself up? Yeah, so I say with me is I have a pretty big ego. So I'm not really I would say inspired or motivated by like fancy stuff. I mean, people can watch my videos and content and everything like that. I don't really care really much about like fancy cars and stuff like that. But I do have a really big ego. So basically, whenever I do something, I always want to try to basically be the best at it. Um, for example, like when I was in high school, I was a pretty decent runner and everything. I was basically running 50, 60, almost up to 80 miles a week in high school. And I basically just want to be a division one athlete. And I end up getting division one scholarship at Pepperdine university, which five days later, I actually dropped out because, um, I wanted to just keep, I, there's just no way I could have done college, um, have friends run like a because full-time athlete is basically like an entire job and do my business as well. But I'd say pretty much just how I stay motivated is just, uh, wanting to make sure I'm just the best at pretty much whatever I do. So, Okay. Do you read books? I've read books before. So the thing with me is I understand there's huge value in reading books. Um, but I also just like to like specific, just read specific books and kind of read them over and over. So for example, I basically read the book, um, I can't think of the word right now, um, by Napoleon Hill. The think and Grow Rich. Yeah. No, not Think and Grow Rich. Crap. can't think of the name. I haven't read it in probably a year. Um, but I, this is based on my Bible. Um, it was the, the laws of success. Yeah. So I've read the laws of success quite a bit. And like the biggest thing I took from that is just like take action, take action, take action. And I mean, that's kind of what I'm all about. So I've also read a couple of books like Kevin O'Leary, but I really like the point the laws of success because it's all about just like have the positive attitude and take action right away. No problem. Okay. Is that it? Are we, anything else we've missed off? No, unless you have any questions for me, but I think we covered quite a bit. I think we've covered, I think we've covered uh, the main aspect. So people can feel free to make their own assumptions, their own decisions. We've just give your opinion. I've, I've summarized it, simplified it. Okay, thank you. Thank you for restoring people's confidence, telling them even though this happened to you, the business still goes on. Is that okay now? Yeah, we're good. Thank you, man. Thank you for your time. Thank you for sharing your experience. Hopefully people will learn and benefit from it. Is that okay, buddy? Yeah, that's great. Thanks a lot now. You take care. Okay, folks, there you you heard it for yourself. Uh, Bo explained his experience with Todd Snively. Todd Snively sells an Amazon course. You draw your own conclusions, whether you think he's somebody who's worth following, somebody's program worth buying. Personally, for me, I wouldn't invest in this guy um, from what I've heard. Uh, so you make your own conclusions. My job, our job is to give you the information for you to make informed decisions and, and come up with your own opinion. What I can say is Todd Snively was in the course reviews Facebook group. Uh, I wrote a post about this and I put the video version of this and I tagged him in. He didn't actually reply to it. He just um, exited the group quickly and he's disappeared and he hasn't answered any questions. I have PM'd him about this without any response. So you can draw your own conclusion. If you want to watch the video version of this, go to the course reviews online.com forward slash Todd Snively, T-O-D-D-S-N-I-V-E-L-Y. And then the video version is there as well. There's plenty more reviews on the website. If you need to get in touch with us, info at coursereviewsonline.com with your experiences or if you need some help, uh, if you're looking at buying a course, you want a second opinion, let me know. Adam Ali, over and out. Course Reviews Online.